Welcome to the Theory and Practice Podcast, hosted by me, Anna Cordera. I created Theory and Practice after growing tired of the exclusive and perfectionist nature of wellness conversations. And so my hope is that with this platform and this podcast, we inspire you, the next generation of changemakers, to prioritize self-discovery before self-improvement. So every week, we'll bring you the ideas and resources to help you get to know yourself better through conversations with young emerging thought leaders and established trailblazers and the ever so often solo episode with just me sharing a book or idea that has helped me in my journey of self-discovery. So thanks so much for listening and for joining along. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Theory and Practice podcast. This is episode three of season two. I'm really excited for this episode. I realize that I say that for every single episode, whether it's a guest interview or for a solo one, but I actually really am... um, excited to share the topic with you all today because it's one that has revolutionized my life. Before we get into that, some quick updates from my end. It's a beautiful sunny day here in New York, or at least it was because I'm filming this at night, so the lighting is very different from past solo episodes, and that's something I'm learning is that I gotta film these solo episodes when it's sunny out and uh, during the daytime because otherwise the lighting is a little off. I'm also excited for this episode because I created a one-sheet, a worksheet to help you reflect on the framework I'll be speaking about today. The purpose of these solo episodes are to encourage reflection, introspection, and really self-discovery so that you can go inwards and figure out yourself. The reason why I'm creating these one-sheeters and worksheets along with the solo episodes is so that you can take the theory from these conversations and these episodes and get familiar with it, journal, reflect on it, and then put it into action, put it into practice. So that's why also the name of the podcast is Theory and Practice because the purpose of this podcast is really to encourage you know, food for thought, theory, etc., and then action so that you put it into practice. Theory and practice. Get it? Anyway, today the topic I want to talk about is the be, do, have mental framework. And this is a framework, a mental model that has helped me run a sub four hour marathon, start and grow this podcast, and improve my relationships. The be, do, have mental framework is one that flips the way that we normally approach goals and what we want, which is have, do, be. So many of us embody this victim mindset of when I'm a millionaire, then I'll start my business and be happy. When I get a new job, then I'll give it my all and be successful. When I have a fit body, then I'll start training for a marathon and be an athlete. But this way of thinking, have, do, be, is really just a victim mindset, honestly. And when you reverse that and you start with be, do, have, you realize that you are responsible for your life. You take responsibility for your life and you realize that you have the opportunity and the freedom to create the life that you want. And the be, do, have model really begins by asking yourself two questions. Who must I be and what must I do so that I can then have? So I'll repeat that. Who must I be? What must I do so that I can then have? Now, I totally get that the have, do, be model, honestly, for me, for a very long time, just seems so comfortable, familiar, that thinking the opposite was difficult to train my brain to remember. But 
I always remember that the life that I want, the goals that I have, they're not going to be created by magic. They're going to be created by first me believing that I can get those, by first me believing that the life of my dreams is possible, and then by taking action. So who do I want to be and what must I do so that I can then have now, I found this really helpful explanation from this author and mindset coach. And I have my phone here because I wrote it down. But his name is Jamin Fraser. He's a mindset coach, an author, a TEDx speaker. I'll link his information down below for anyone interested in his work. And he describes the be, do, have framework and the opposite of this framework very well. This is what he writes. He says, there are three common approaches to trying to get ahead in life. The victim, the worker, and the winner. The victim arranges their life in order of have, do, be. The victim says, when I have enough time and money, then I'll do the things I've always wanted to do, and then I'll be happy. The victim is always waiting for something external to change before they can move ahead in life. It's always like putting the ownership and responsibility on someone else. The worker is all about do, have, be. The worker says, the more I do, the more I'll have, and the more I'll be happy. It's all about working, 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 doing, 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 but never introducing the being. And finally, the winner. The winner is all about be, do, have. The winner says, who do I need to be, and what does the person who has what I want do with their time, with their money, with their relationships, with their health? The winner then lets things flow because they know that in order to have, they first must be. So as an example for me, you know, when I took up running, when I first took up this habit in 2020, I never once considered myself a runner or an athlete, especially so because when I was in high school, I just was not good at sports. Actually, I've never been good at sports, quite honestly. I was caught for my freshman soccer team, which was incredibly triggering and embarrassing, and I just have a lot of compassion for my high school self. I never saw myself as an athlete or a runner, never, con never like once in my head, did I think about that when I first took on the habit? But about a year into running, I suddenly realized, wait, I keep doing this. I do it consistently. I'm a runner. I'm an athlete. I truly, truly began to believe that I was a runner and that I was an athlete. And it's with this mindset, with this deep belief that then I allowed myself to think, well, maybe I can run a marathon. And then I got comfortable with that idea and I was like, wow, yeah, I can, I can run a marathon. I can do it. Now, of course, believing can carry you forth for so long so you have to also do and you have to act and i had a rigorous four month training plan but it's really the combination of belief that i'm a runner i'm an athlete combined with the rigorous four month training plan that led me to run a marathon that was with a time that i'm really proud of i ran a three hour 54 minute marathon i could not have done that if I first didn't believe that I was a runner and that I was an athlete. So you don't have to wait for permissions. You don't have to wait for anything to embody the identity that you want, to embody an identity that's gonna get you to what you want. You first start with believing, then you act, and then you receive. Be, do, have. This is also the same approach that I've taken with building theory and practice. I'll tell you a story. When I first started the podcast, this was probably a few months in, maybe like two months in, I went to a party with a number of creators and founders, people in the startup space in New York, and someone asked me, what do you do? Oh my gosh, I still cringe at what I answered, but I was just like, oh, I like mumbled something, and I was like, 
I'm building this little thing, like theory and practice. It's like a podcast, blah, blah, blah. I completely minimized theory and practice and what I'm building here out of fear, out of like feeling not good enough, out of feeling like everyone here is so successful. What am I doing here? And literally as I left the party with my friend who's also a creator, I realized like how dumb of me it was to have minimized what I'm building. But I did it because I didn't believe that I was a creator, a founder, podcaster and in that moment i was like fuck that like if i want to build a successful podcast i first have to believe in myself because then no one else is going to believe in myself and you hear this all the time like you first have to love yourself in order to attract a partner you first have to believe that you're an entrepreneur in order to build a successful business like all these things sound so cheesy and trite and overused but it's so true you first have to embody the belief the mindset the identity to then act and then to receive. So since that party, I've really think about I am a creator, period. I'm a podcaster. And I reaffirm that belief by showing up every day and creating content, interviewing guests, and putting valuable information out there so that I train my brain to recognize that I am this identity. So I'm telling you, the Be Do Have framework, it works. It helped me run the 2022 marathon under four hours. It helped me start and continue theory and practice. And then also it has helped me so much with my relationships because the way that I apply it now, and I highly recommend everyone to apply it for their relationships is instead of wishing that my partner or my mom or a friend were different, instead of always like waiting for something external to change, and thinking once they change, once they fix their habit, once they fix their issues, then our relationship will improve and then I'll be happy. I try to remind myself like, what about me? What is my responsibility in the relationship? And if I want to have more play and joy and fun in the relationship with my mom, with my friend, with whoever it is, why don't I embody that first? If it's a professional relationship and let's say you're having a tough moment with your boss and you want to have more respect in the relationship you don't wait for them to show up and just respect you you go into any conversation with them and you are diplomatic and respectful and they will notice that the same thing with a partner that you wish you know for example that they showed more care or love you go in there and you show them love and care because at the end of the day your life is your responsibility my life is my responsibility. We can wish people were different. We can wish our circumstances were different, but that's just wishful thinking and nothing changes until you realize that you are responsible for your life. And I get it, the be, do, have framework is abstract, which is why, again, I created a worksheet to help guide you into journaling and reflecting on how you can apply it to your life, to your relationship, to a fitness goal that you have, to a career goal that you have. Hopefully this worksheet, which is available at theoryandpractice.com, and I'll link it out in the show notes, can help you start to rewire your brain to thinking more about who do I need to be and what must I do to then have. So instead of waiting for your circumstances to change, Instead of waiting for that perfect person to show up in your life, you take the lead and you become who you want to be and then build on that belief with action. So I encourage you to just think of where you are in life and perhaps where you want to make some progress. Is it love? Is it relationships? Is it friendships? Is it your career? Is it your workout routine? And ask yourself these two questions. Who must I be and what must I do? 
so that I can then have. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. This framework, the Be Do Have One, as I mentioned at the beginning, has revolutionized my life. Of course, as always, like no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. I definitely fall back into the victim mindset sometimes. And I just recommit to not falling for that and recommit to the path of I am responsible for my life and I'm not going to wait for anyone to change or for anything to change in order for me to embody the identity that I want. So check out the worksheet at theoryandpractice.com. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at theoryandpractice. And I will also link Jamin's information down below for you to access the framework and the explanation he provides we're on the Be Do Have framework. Thank you so much for watching. And as always, subscribe, rate, follow, review, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please give us a rating, a follow, or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find Theory and Practice on Instagram, on TikTok, as well as our website, theoryandpractice.com. And thanks so much again. We'll see you next week. Bye.